And now, for your listening pleasure, The Blazing Defender Report, with your host, Travis Jones. Welcome, everyone, to another Blazing Defender Report. I'm your host, Travis Jones. What's going on, guys? So glad you could be here with me on a Friday afternoon. The live chat is already being live. It's what the Blazing Nation does. If you guys are listening at home or on iTunes or some other form of audio playback recording, whatever the fuck you call it, give the live show a chance. I think you'd really dig it. These guys, they're comic book fans just like you. This is a community, the Blazing Nation. We talk comic books. We nerd out. Hope everybody's got their beverage I have mine, which I may have drank a little bit too much of before the show started, so it may be more fucked up than usual. Imagine that. But uh, so glad you guys could be here. Got a great show for you today. We are talking comic books and comic book news, of course, as always, as per usual. Um, I'm talking Venom number three, Realm number seven, Jason Aaron's Thor two, the series finale of Kill or Be Killed. Guys, if you haven't been reading this series, you really need to give it a shot, and I'm going to tell you why. And you know I'm digging the number ones as per last show. I thought the number ones were fucking amazing. This week is no exception. Century number one. I'm going to tell you about it. But first, if you watch Big Brother, Jessica Chobot, not Jessica Chobot. Julie Chen. Who the fuck? I get my Asians mixed up. My bad. Is Chobot Asian? I have no idea. Again, too much liquor. Um, but first, and this is what she always does at the beginning of Big Brother. Uh, what's up, Tony? How you guys doing? Guys, for the audio listeners, uh, there is a live chat going on. There is a little bit of a delay. So if I'm in the middle of a sentence and I go to answer a question... That's just the nature of the show. It's fucking chaos and nonsense. And if this ain't your bag, you might want to stop listening right now because it's going to be like an hour of this shit. Uh, but so, again, uh, Julie Chen. But first, I got a little house cleaning to do. Guys, we was talking a little bit uh, on the live show. We do this thing a little bit before the show uh, where I talk to the chat. And uh, Marcos, who's in the chat right now, who is uh, the CEO of Collector Zone, they are creating an, uh, their own store. It's actually a live store, not a web store. And uh, he's been posting some pictures. He's doing it really, really cool. He's like giving you little screenshots of a little bit here and a little bit there, but it's not done yet. And I get it. He's really driving up the anticipation. And I'm super stoked. Guys, check out CollectorZone.com. Check out Collector Zone Cantina right here on Facebook Live. It is a fantastic community of collectors. Um, and you can get one-on-one contact with the people that run the company. It's it's not like any other company I've ever did business with. The Marco story I've told many times. I was buying something on eBay from his company. He reached out to me. Uh, we got to talking. I said, hey, I do a podcast about similar shit. He was like, really? And a friendship was created. A partnership was born. So, guys, please check out Collector Zone. They're blowing the fuck up. Uh, and hopefully they're going to let me ride their coattails to the top. Really appreciate it. 
Um, and with that, I also have to give another shout out to a huge sponsor of mine. If you're in the Louisville area, check out the Zone Toy and Comic Book Shop. Um, the guy that runs it is a fucking nerd, just like all of us. I've had some great conversations with the patrons that go to that place. I'll be talking about, I had a great conversation with two guys. I had no idea who the fuck they are. Uh, maybe they're watching, but. Uh, about Mr. Miracle and about how I fucking hate Mr. Miracle. And they, I thought they were going to try to kick my ass, the two of them, but they thought better and they're probably right. Um, they weren't in very good shape. But anyway, I hope they're not watching now that I say that. But we had a great, great, great conversation. They really made me want to go back and reread with taking their thoughts in mind. Now, I think they're reaching on their thoughts, don't get me wrong, but it's just that kind of conversation which leads me to uh, why I love podcasting so much because it's a conversation, right? Well, actually, it's me having a conversation with you guys. You don't get, really get to give a lot of input to me, but you do. We got the chat, man. We got the chat. Uh, thank you, Marcos. Collector Zone loves Travis, and Travis loves Collector Zone. Thank you, guys. Um, okay, guys, you know that I usually do some movie stuff on this show, but I'm getting away from that. This is going to be a comic book show. It's what I always envisioned it to be. Meatheads is going to be the movie TV show. I seen Sicario today. Please check out Meatheads on Movies for my initial first thoughts. As soon as I left the theater, I give you a spoiler-free, uh, not really a review, but my first impressions of what I thought about Sicario. So, uh, a big Sam sees it tomorrow. My co-host, we're going to try to do a show on that, but I'm going to try to get meatheads on a weekly schedule. Also, I've got my top five Netflix shows. I've got my top five prime shows. I just seen a fantastic movie on prime the other day that I want to talk about on meatheads. I want to let you all know about that. So please go to meatheads on movies on Facebook, uh, sign up for the notifications. When we go live, you guys will get it. And the chat is asking me, did I watch Luke Cage and his much more interesting friends and enemies? <laughs> uh, no, Jason, I have not watched Luke Cage yet uh, because I really disliked the first one. I didn't even finish the second season of Jessica Jones. I was so bored and there's so much good TV on right now. Uh, but Jason did say that Luke Cage was like the most least interesting player in his own series, but everybody else was really good. So I dig that. I dig that. So I'm not a Michael Coulter fan. So I really, I, I, he makes me want to watch it. So yes, I am going to check it out, but I have not seen any of it yet. I'm still trying to catch up on all the other shit I watch. Still trying to catch up on Westworld. Uh, and watch some movies and do all that other shit and see like real movies like I did today with Sicario. But yes, I am going to check it out. Um, but guys, we also are going to do the Ant-Man Wasp uh, review next week. Uh, me and Big Sam are going to go on Friday evening and see the movie. So hopefully Saturday or Sunday we can get into the zone and, and broadcast live from the zone and give you the review for that. Uh, and plus, guys, I'm really excited about this. Local artist and creator Brian Rodman, Memoirs of an Angel. He's here in Louisville. Um, his Kickstarter just started today. He he and I are going to be doing a show live from a pub very close to the both of us. 
uh, really, really soon. He's really busy, and I'm really I'm, I'm trying to get in with him, but we're going to do it. We're going to make it happen. So be looking forward to that right here on the Blazing Defender Report. And, hey, guys, this is where I need you, okay? Podcasting awards are going to start July 1st. All right, I was nominated last year. It was a huge honor to be nominated, but fuck that shit, man. I want to win. So, but to win, I need to be nominated again. So, you guys came out like gangbusters last year. I'm going to need you again. As it gets closer to the time, I will let you know on what you need to go, where you need to go, and what you need to do. But I really, really appreciate it. It was like a huge feather in my hat when I went to Dragon Con last year that I'm a new podcaster and I was already nominated for an award. Everybody wanted to ask me about it. And I gave all the fucking props to you guys because that's it's you guys. I can't nominate myself. You guys did it. So trust me, when I go to these places, they're like, dude, how the fuck did you? I've been podcasting for 20 years and never been nominated. I'm like... My fucking fans, dude, my listeners, they're the shit. That's how. I mean, you guys get all the fucking credit as per you should. So um, I'm very, very excited about that coming up. So keep that in mind. Guys, if you have not checked out patreon.com forward slash Blazing Fender, go there. Just check it out. I've made some videos. I've made some some stuff behind the scenes. Uh, if you want to donate, you can. I don't even like saying that word. It fucking sucks. It's basically, I'm playing a fucking banjo, or how about the spoons? I think the spoons would be a really easy instrument to learn. I don't know. They're probably not. They're probably hard as fuck. But uh, I'm playing the spoons, and I got my little spoon case opened up, and you pitch, a, you pitch a nickel in there. That's all Patreon is. It helps me go to cons. It helps me buy new microphones. It helps me... Uh, buy comic books each week so I can talk to you about them. So just check out patreon.com forward slash blazing fender. I'd really, really appreciate it. All right, man. That's it. Uh, enough for fucking house clean. We're putting the fucking broom up and getting the show started. Cheers, motherfuckers. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to everybody, man. Be safe this weekend, guys. Fourth of July is coming up. Shit's going to be fucking crazy. Uber, Uber, Lyft, ride a motherfucking bike, skateboard, hover around wheelchair them fucking things at kroger that fat people ride i don't do just don't do not drive inebriated um okay well i guess if you're driving one of those you're inebriated yeah don't do that tote get a tote yeah like you know like back in the day when you'd be like your boy be riding his bike and he had a banana seat and you'd be like hey motherfucker give me a tote you'd be like fuck you get on the handlebars man ain't no bitch i've drank too much all right comic news okay guys you heard it here first Gideon Falls. Now, I, let me let me rephrase. I said this months ago. Gideon Falls, the comic book made by uh, Andreas Soriento and Jeff Lemire. I believe that's right. I got it. Hold on. What am I doing? This whole fucking show, all I've been doing is loading up images. Here we go. Gideon Falls. Thank you. Jeff Lemire and Adrian Soriento. Okay. This, I've been saying forever, this needs to be a TV show on Netflix, HBO. I don't give a fuck. It is, it's just, it's perfect. And it is coming. Hive Mind has bought the rights to Gideon Falls to produce a TV show for Amazon Studios. So you're going to see that uh, Lemire and Soriento, right? Yeah, I'm right. That's what I said. Did I not say that? I thought I said it. Yeah, it says it right there. Okay. Yeah, I was right. 
Um, they are coming to Amazon Studios. They're going to be doing a fucking show. I'm so excited because I've been saying this book would be fucking amazing uh, as a TV show. So I'm really, really glad that I'm not the only one that thought that. Uh, I think a lot of these things would make great TV shows, though. But uh, really, really cool. So that is coming to Amazon. Be looking for that. Really, really cool shit, guys. Uh, and the next thing, um, wh- I was talking about Tom King and how I hate Mr. Miracle. I love fucking Tom King. Tom King, to me, is the greatest Batman writer of all time. The The Visions uh, was amazing. He's just a fucking fantastic writer. So I was very, very excited today to see on his Twitter feed that him and Andy Kubert are going to do a 12-run story called, oh, Up in the Sky about Superman. So I'm very, very excited to see Tom King's take on Superman. Now, he's done some like short stories with Superman, and actually Andy Kubert did one of the variant covers for that. Uh, it was in the annual. Uh, it was okay, but I would love to see what Tom King can do with a 12-part Superman story. So very, 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 very excited for that. Very excited for that, guys. Be looking for that, and don't worry. I will be fucking reviewing it here. All right, guys. The next thing I'm pretty excited about, because when I hear other podcasts do it, I'm like, oh, man, that's so cool. I wish people would do shit like that for me. Well, they do. They do. Uh, mailbag. It's the mailbag, everybody. Maybe Mike Wooder can put in a special stinger on the audio that says, Mailbag. A reason to read Superman. It's a sign of the apocalypse. Yes, I agree. Um, I love fucking Superman. Now, if I have to choose a Boy Scout, it's always going to be Cap. My second choice is going to be Soups. Uh, he's a very hard character to write because he's fucking basically a god, right? So I'm really, really curious to see what Tom King can do. Now, Tom King is going to put Superman in a very vicarious position because that's what he does. So uh, very excited to see what Tom King can do with the Superman run, especially at 12 parts. Tom King must have it in his contract that he gets 12, 12 issues no matter what the fuck he does. Um, all right, mailbag, guys. Um, these are really cool. Um, Nehru... Lower or see, uh, I guess what is that? Uh, underscore, yes, underscore SG says, uh, it's cool you're a podcaster, but I'm very curious on what firefighting's like. Um, okay, Nuru SG at Twitter. Um, firefighting is the greatest job of all time, it is the best job ever. Uh, movie stars, rock stars, porn stars probably have a better job, but I'm sure they bitch about shit sometimes. But And so do we. But when uh, we're not working our balls off, which lately is it's been busy, we have a good time with each other. Uh, you have a lot of downtime. You can do other shit. You can read comic books. You can you can work on your podcast. You can work out. Uh, you know, I cook. At my firehouse, so I, I do a lot of cooking for the guys, especially because my crew's off all the time. So, uh, and occasionally you make a house fire and you work your fucking dick in the dirt and you're you're spent for two days. But uh, it's the greatest job ever. I love it. It's allowed me to do a lot of other things because of our shift. I'm 24-48, which means I work one, one day for 24 hours and I'm off 48 hours. So I work 10 days a month. I work about 90 days a year with my vacation. So uh, it doesn't sound too bad, right? 
So, uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, and thank you, thank you for, for asking me that. All right. Act Four Comics says, off the top of your head, name the top comics of the year. And I was like, holy shit. So, this is what I came up with. I wrote it down Doomsday Clock. First comic that came to mind Doomsday Clock. Uh, it's been fantastic. Deadly Class. I fucking love Deadly Class. I'm so excited for this sci fi show. I cannot wait. The Russo brothers, the guys that are doing, uh, that had done the Captain Americas and did the Infinity War movies, they are the executive producers because they love Deadly Class. They're going to be executive producers on the sci fi show. Very excited for that. Batman, Tom King's Batman. Tom King's Batman has been absolutely fantastic. Please go back and read the trades. You're going to have a new appreciation for the character, I promise you. Uh, and the fourth one was really tough. A bunch of shit bounced around my head, but off the top of my head, it was Gideon Falls. I love Gideon Falls. It's creepy. It is a nice change from the superhero genre that I typically love. Uh, and I really get creeped out by it. Like, it's like reading a really good novel. Like, I'm not a Stephen King fan, but I know a lot of people are, so I'll, I'll equate it to that. Like, you're reading a Stephen King book, and you're like, holy shit, you hear a loud noise, you almost shit your pants. That's kind of what Gideon Falls is. And the art and everything is so creepy. Soriento, his art is tailor-made for a horror genre. So, uh, Gideon Falls. So, there's my top four. But uh, thanks, at 4Comics at Twitter. Uh, high five eight oh two. When are you growing the beard back? I don't know who this cat is, uh, but he's been following me for a while, I guess. And he's really been back in the day because I've had the beard when I first started podcasting because I was off injured. I tore my bicep and I couldn't work. So I started podcasting and, uh, he really likes the beard. And so do I, I always tell my wife the day I retire, I will retire from the fire department. I'll never work in a firehouse again, and I will never shave again. Ever, ever, ever. If there's another job, I don't give a shit how much it pays. And they said, hey, man, we're going to pay you six figures a year, but you have to shave every day. Fuck you. I'm out. So, yes, the beard will come back. Uh, high five, 802. I just don't know when. I thought it was going to be this year. There's reasons why it won't be this year. Still could be, maybe. Who the fuck knows? I can go at any time, man. But I will keep you posted. But thanks for writing in. Uh, Sylvia Slays at Instagram said, If you could cosplay, who would you be? P.S. You would make a great Drax. Well, thank you for that. uh, Because I tried to talk my wife into going as Gamora this year. And I would go as Drax. But she's kind of got this thing about being painted. She didn't want to be. So that fucking sucked um of course i would want to be cap because he's my favorite i love thor would like to be thor uh i actually have a really cool nightmare batman cosplay it's really cool um i'm just lacking just a couple more pieces the hard shit is done the the trench coat the the weapon the boots the gauntlets it's all done it's just some little bitty add-ons that i would need maybe i'll do it at dragon con i don't know i'm wearing a trench coat in 100 degree weather probably not gonna happen but um it's always kind of been a goal of mine to cosplay at a con but we'll see but hey sylvia slays uh guys if you haven't checked out her instagram you really should she's super hot and uh she does a lot of really cool cosplays 
All right, guys, that's it for the fucking mailbag. I want to thank everybody for 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 uh, writing in. And uh, if you have a question that you would like me to answer on the air and give you a shout out of your handle or whatever, I don't give a shit. Um, let me know, and I would love, love, love to do it for you. Okay, guys, uh, the first book we're in the comic book review. See, I'm rolling tonight, baby, rolling. Okay, here we go. Realm number seven uh, by Seth M. Peck and Jeremy Hahn with Nick Fildari as the artist. Um, I love fucking Realm, guys. I love it. You should know I love it because I fucking talk about it all the time. Realm is really, really cool. It's a great story. And and, and let me give you a little bit of synopsis. Uh, you got great characters, some badass characters. With a supernatural element in a post-apocalyptic setting. You've got, uh, oh, what are they called? Goblins. You've got magic. You've got shotguns with fucking uh, goblin teeth on the end of them. I mean, you've got magic. You have all this stuff, okay? Um, And if, if I could... If I could compare it to something, I'm going to date myself and you're going to go, oh my God, that movie was terrible. And you'd be totally right. But if you ever seen the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, Cyborg, okay, which I'm sorry if you have, but I'm a Van Damme fan, so I loved it. But he was a kind of a, a guy that got people to from point A to point B in a very, very rough landscape, post-apocalyptic, if you would. Um, Realm is the same thing. You have a guy, his name's Will. He's taking a group of scientists, some of them haven't already made it, um, to to a destination because he's he's a tough dude. He knows the terrain. He's smart. He's got a companion named Rook. She's a badass. She's got like this fucking owl helmet and she's like a ninja. I don't know her story yet, but we're in issue seven. And that's one of the great things is this book makes you want to know these characters, and that's really cool. Ben was the dude that was drinking fucking Fall City beer with a shotgun with a fucking saw blade on the end of it, just fucking dudes up. And I say dudes, goblins up. Um, so this issue is a little bit different. You get to see a little bit more of the big bad here, and I'm going to show you him. And like this chick, her name is Naria, I believe it is. And we haven't seen her before, but she shows up to let Nera, Nera, N-E-E-R-A, Nera. And uh, she shows up to show Johnny who the fuck is actually in charge. And she's basically like, hey, we can do this uh, not in front of your friends because I don't want them. I don't want it to diminish your your standing with them. And he's like, this is my house, my rules. So one of his minions, this guy right here, who's evidently a bad motherfucker, she basically tells him to put the gun in his mouth, and he does. And Johnny's like, oh, wait, 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 hold on now. Like, he's a valuable asset to my operation here. And she's like, pull the trigger. Boom. Blows his fucking head off. And she's like, he, she's like oh, you want to start over? Yeah, let's start over. Let's start over now, motherfucker. Now you know your place. So this bitch is that fucking head motherfucker in charge for sure. So we really not sure what the big bads are doing. We don't know their 
motivation yet. Uh, probably like all bad guys, they want to dominate everything. Uh, and they may be the reason that the world is went to shit. We still don't know a lot of stuff. And if I have to knock on Realm in this issue at issue seven, mind you, that would probably be it. I think we need to, Marco said, oh, a Batman book in his top five surprise. Yes, Marco, Batman, God damn it, live with it, deal with it, Batman. Have you even read it? Once you read it, you're going to love it too, trust me. Um, so I think that, oh, and they also think that if I was, I, I could be a good Wonder Woman. They, I would look good in a tiara. Well, thank you, Jason. I, cheers, motherfucker. I appreciate that. Fucking tiara. Not happening. Well, it might happen. I, I'm not going to say never. But anyway, uh, Realm. Realm is a great book. It's a great story so far. This gave us a little bit further view into the bad guys. But uh, I need a little more. And... There was a little bit of action in this. I need a little bit more action. I think that would be better, preferable. Let's say that. But I'm going to give Realm a 7. I still dig what they're doing. I still dig the premise. I still love the characters. So I'm going to give Realm a 7. So if you could check it out, please check it out. I don't think you'll be disappointed in it. All right. Now, another one that guys are going to go, oh, great. A Jason Aaron book. Oh, my God. Get ready for the dick-sucking sounds. Yes. I love Jason Aaron. I love fucking Thor. This is peanut butter and motherfucking jelly. It's bourbon and ginger ale. It's uh, fucking whipped cream and vagina. It is fucking Jason Aaron's Thor. Okay? Now, um, Thor's changed a little bit. It is not Lady Thor anymore. It is the Odinson back. He is in hell. Loki is with him. There is a reunion of the Odinson brothers. Uh, I love this cover because Balder the Brave is in charge of hell now. He's driving this fucking monster truck with these spikes on its wheels. And I love Thori. Thori is the pit bull behind Thor. Thor picked him up. And Thor just hasn't left. And all Thor wants to do is murder people. Thor keeps him in check. But this issue, he tells Thor, murder. So it's really, really cool. Um, you have the Queen of Cinders who is running shit in hell. She shouldn't be, but she is. She's basically taking over shit for Malekith. Malekith is basically warring on all the realms and if he gets control of hell and the dead army there's probably no stopping him so this is a very pivotal moment with thor loki tear uh but now that is also something that happens loki's like hey thor i know you're glad to see tear and everything but he's been in hell a long time his allegiances could have changed basically thor's like shut your fucking mouth like loki has pissed off everybody so fucking much that no one's listening to him. Maybe they should. Maybe Thor should. Uh, but let me tell you the big difference in this Thor. He's not using just one hammer. Okay? He's using several hammers. And he's, it's kind of like a toolbox of hammers 
which is really, really cool because he has different hammers for different things. And he actually has a bomb hammer that he uses in this story, which is very, very cool. Now, I love this book, all right? But this there's something that I have to say because this, this is what my show is. I tell you the fucking truth. I love, um, let's see, Del Mundo. I love him in certain stories. I loved him in Weird World during Secret Wars. Uh, I kind of fell in love with his artwork there because it fit the story. Here, uh, even though this cover looks great, I think it gets messy. And I'm going to show you messy. To me, this is messy. Like, I had to look at this page a hundred times. Like, what the fuck is going on? Um... It's just, it's his art style. You either love it or you don't. I'm not going to say I hate it, but I'm not going to say I love it either. So, I mean, I'm used to Asad Rabik or Rebecca or however you say it. I'm used to fucking him on Thor and it looking amazing. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not a Domundo fan because I am. I just don't think his artwork fits with the style. I think it's very messy. And whereas I like my story a little bit cleaner, um, but it, it it's it's like I said, you're either gonna like it or you're not gonna like it. I give Thor to a seven and a half. I love the story. The dialogue of Thor is very Ragnarokish, and what I mean by that is he's he's very he's funny, and there are very funny moments, especially with Toothnasher, which is his goat, and Thorry. Uh, they really shine in this issue, especially when Thor lets Toothnasher drive the truck over Loki. Loki is very upset over that. And I actually laugh out loud. Like, that's not something I usually do when I read a comic book, not laugh out loud. But I did uh, because it's just that good. So, seven and a half for Thor number two. Guys, if you're a Thor fan, you're going to love Jason Aaron's voice. That's just all there is to say about it. Okay, guys, the next book on the agenda is Ventum. My man, Donny Cates. Donny Cates, you a bad motherfucker, dude. Ryan Stegman, you a bad motherfucker, too. Uh, they are really, really making me a Venom fan. Donny Cates, man, he was, oh, a book that I missed for 2018 on that mailbag should what should have if it had been a top five Thanos Donny Cates' limited Thanos run was amazing like one of the most fun books of the year for me Donny Cates' Venom is really telling a great story uh and Ryan Stegman's art man all right let's just fucking stop all the bullshit the art here we go look at this the the uh, Donnie or uh, I'm sorry Eddie Brock is having trouble controlling the symbiote Venom, uh, and it's turning into this dude. It's like he can't control it. They're speaking an alien language, and that is Miles Morales laying there, beat the fuck up. Okay, now hold on, all you Miles Morales fans, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some justice. Hold on, but I just want to show you how. I mean, how good does that look? That's beautiful, right? Okay, now, this is Miles getting some payback. And actually, Eddie tells him. Eddie's like, dude, do your Venom Blast. Okay? 
So that's Miles getting some payback. Looks really, really good. Look how he yanks his tongue out. How dope is that, man? That is just badass. Uh, Ryan Stegman, man, where the fuck have you been, bro? Because you've really upped your game. Um, so Venom is basically like, look, man, I'm not the guy that killed your mom. Okay, so Miles is like, um, yeah, Jason says, Jason Jones in his chat says, Stegman is stunning. Only Sorrento is better in my book. Yeah, Sorrento is great. But like, as far as like action stuff, like Stegman may have him in my book. I think Sorrento is great at creating an, a vibe and a, an environment uh, for the story that you're telling as a writer. But like Stegman can just grab you with his artwork. Uh, and I've got I got one more for you too. Um, yeah, okay, here we go. All right, there's this fucking symbiote dragon. Like, basically, Venom's like, look, man, I need your help defeating this dragon because it's burning down New York. Okay, so him and Miles kind of team up, and you find out that the dragon was actually containing something. And it is Han the symbiote god. All right. The god or the god of the symbiotes is what he calls himself. Now, this is really cool, and this is a bad motherfucker. As you can see, this is billions of years ago. All right. Now, he's bad looking, right? He's pretty cool. Here is my my issue with Venom. Um, and Jason, being a Guardians of the Galaxy fan in the chat, he'll probably know this. Um, do you remember when Venom was a Guardian? Okay. Uh, it was Flash Thompson who was wearing the symbiote, and he was traveling with the Guardians. They actually found the home world of Venom, of the symbiote. And they're very majestic creatures. They're very benevolent. Like, they're not like fucking big teeth and eyes and want to fucking eat your brains and shit. They're not like that. So, I'm very curious on the mythos here. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Is he part of that home world? Uh, you know what I mean? So there's a disconnect there, but I'm sure Donnie Cates is going to tell a great story. He has told a great story um, so far. I, I mean, I love it. So Venom, number two, or I'm sorry, number three. Get on it now, guys, because they're going fast. They're, issue one is already in the second print. Issue two is... Like in a second print, issue one, maybe in a third print already. So that's pretty fucking crazy when you think about it. Uh, so yeah, check out Venom. Really, really good stuff. And like I said, I'm not a Venom fan. Donnie Cates is making me a Venom fan. All right. Now, a fan that I am of is Ed Brubaker's Killer Be Killed. Now, cheers, motherfuckers. Happy Friday. Okay, Jason says, this was to my question about the symbiote world. Remember this post, Battle World. Remember this post, Battle World. The universe has been reset. Okay, um, I get it. Seems a little easy to me because that ran like for three issues. This whole symbiote world, and all right, I'll I'll, I'll buy that. Um, this is a different world. Secret Wars did reset everything, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll. I'm sure there'll be more to talk about in the upcoming issues. But thank you, Jason, for chiming in on that. I figured you'd know. All right, number 20, Kill or Be Killed. This is the final issue, guys. This is it. 
This is the last one. This is Ed Brubaker's Vigilante Tale, and it's maybe a vigilante story you've never seen before. And that's how I feel about this book. Uh, you had this guy. Was he mentally insane? He was seeing a dragon. Or, I'm sorry, a demon. The demon said, I'll make you sick if you don't kill people. Come to find out, he was off his medication was wrong. Holy shit, I wasn't seeing a demon. Then he's going through some of his dad's old artwork that he didn't know he had. And he sees the demon that he's been seeing. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, Been the whole time he's made, he started a war with this Russian mob in his neighborhood. Um, So it's been a really, really great story. Now, does this issue wrap it all up well? Yes, it does, Uh, which is a very hard thing to do to wrap that kind of story up in one issue. I'm not sure why they ended it. I don't know if they were going to end it uh, or they're like, hey, you need to end this. I don't know. Uh, There are some parts of this book that felt a little rushed, but for the most part, very good storytelling. And what was strange was you think it's going one way. And then, boom, it switches. And then it switches again. Is he dead? Is he alive? Because he got shot last book. Looked like he was going to die. Okay? This book, we don't know if he did or didn't. And it kind of ends on a little bit of a cliffhanger, um, which most stories do. It kind of leaves it open to your interpretation which sometimes can really piss me off because I just feel like it's lazy writing. This was a very um, all-encasing story. They wrap up everything, but in case this was to ever come back, they they left it for that too. So, uh, very good storytelling by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Sean Phillips is a fantastic artist. Um, I didn't put up any images because they were all kind of, uh, I don't know, they, there wasn't anything that really showcased him. So I didn't put up any images. But guys, if this comes out in trade, which I'm sure it will, it's only 20 issues, it'll probably be like an omnibus type thing, you need to read it. Because it's not like any vigilante story you've ever read. And trust me, they've all been done, right? Like the John Wicks, the uh, the Man on Fires. Uh, I mean, the, the, the list goes on and on of revenge stories. This is a very, very different take, which, uh, which is why it's so, been so, so popular. Uh, the only thing I can think of, Ed Brubaker is doing Hollywood scripts now. He's writing novels. Maybe it was just something that he didn't have the time for anymore. Uh, he's still going to do comic books, I'm sure. But, you know, this was probably one that he thought, I can wrap this up. And he did. And he did it well. So, um, oh, what do I give it? Uh, oh, a Venom. Let's. Let, I'm going to give Venom an 8. I love the Venom. Venom has been very good. Venom gets an 8. Kill or be killed. I'm going to give this season finale book a 7-5. Um, again, because I felt like some things were a little rushed and wrapped up. But otherwise, a great story. All right. Pick of the fucking week, guys. It's the Blazing Defender Report. Pick of the week. What you been waiting for? This is it. Let me find it. Where's my... Here it is. Ba-boom. Oh, that ain't it. Where's my cover at? There it is. Ba-boom. All right. I don't know why I'm saying ba-boom. It sounds stupid. Okay. 
Here it is, guys. Century number one. Jeff Lemire, Kim Yacinto, and Rain Bieto. I guess he's the letterer on this book. Okay, the Century. For those of you who don't know, he is Marvel's Superman. Not Hyperion. Um, he's very similar to Hyperion. The The deal with Bob Reynolds is he has a very dark side. When he's the superhero, he is the century. One of the most powerful Marvel heroes in the Marvel Universe. But he has a dark side, and it's called the Void. And when the Void takes over Bob's mind, he could basically destroy the world, too. So what they have done is they have... Doctor Strange, I should say, has created a pocket dimension where Bob can go into this and fight the void with all of his friends. Okay, Sentry Scout, Sentress, which is like a lady's super, super Sentry, uh, a dog. So it's like this, it's like a utopia for Bob Reynolds to en engulf himself in. And fight the void and keep his mind right. Now, he has to come out. So when he comes out, he is a short order cook at a burger joint. Not only is he there, but he's also with Centress and, and uh, Sentry Scout. His little sidekick. Okay? Now, the sidekick knows about Bob's pocket dimension that he goes to because he doesn't sleep he has he doesn't sleep at all he's he works and then he goes and he gets in this pocket dimension uh so it's very very cool how they've constructed this okay now the scout is very upset with bob because he doesn't get to be century scout Okay, now I want to give you a look at Kim Jacinto's art because it's very, very cool. This is the century fighting the void in this pocket dimension. <clears throat> Excuse me. And before that, the, the void was hiding in the moon and century fucking punches the moon and basically destroys it and goes in and grabs the century and fucking rips him apart and throws him into the sun. Very, very cool shit. All right, now, this is where our story gets really interesting. Uh, Misty Knight, who is in, in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, or uh, an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. now, she finds out that, uh, I, don't, I, I forget why now that she goes to find Bob, but some, an alarm goes off or something, and she go her and a bunch of agents basically run up to him let's see ah shit i can't remember now but here it is there's the scene and they're like basically they, there's nothing they can do to him anyway but misty's kind of like okay look i'm on your side the powers that be want you thrown in a fucking hole and never see the light of day but we we don't want that because you have saved the world so many times so you just need to keep doing what you're doing, Bob. Like they're basically doing a wellness check on on the century to make sure 
that he's he's going into this pocket dimension, that his mind's okay. And Sentry's a little upset by it, but he also understands. So when he gets back home, he ends up finding out that someone has stolen his pocket dimension. He has no idea who. So now the next scene you see uh, the scout, uh, Sentry Scout and the dog, they think it's time for the Sentry to come back, right? So they're waiting for him to go fight the Void again. They do this every day. And it's not Bob. It's someone else. And he fucking wastes uh, Sentry Scout in the pocket dimension. So he in this he says it's off panel so you can't see who says it but he says i can do anything here so we don't know if it's the void we don't know who this is very very good number one issue it's got me hooked i added it to my pools immediately once i read it um so yeah guys pick of the week i give it an 8.5 very, very good story. Great art. I dig the century. Uh, again, he's very much um, Superman, but in, and those characters are hard to write. So you really have to be creative. So I dig that. I dig the story. It's very, very cool and set in the MCU, which makes it even that much better. So guys, check out Century Number One. It's really, really cool. Um, and with that, guys, that's it. That's all I got. I did get Old Man Logan. I got a couple other books. I haven't read them yet. A great book I want to tell you about, uh, but I'm not caught up with it yet, is Barrier. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. It was either Remender. I think it is Rick Remender that's writing Barrier. It's very, very cool. Um, but I'm going to get into that next week when the new issue comes out. Uh, we've got some good stuff coming out, man. And some of these number ones have been fantastic, guys. So if you're looking for, if you know somebody that's looking to get into comic books, this is a great time because there are so many great jumping on points for people. So, um, yeah, check it out. Uh, I'd see Jason said, I hate fucking, I hate Century, but uh, Lamar has me interested. Yes, Lamar, Lamar is doing a fantastic job, man. He's like one of my favorite writers right now. So, um, Bob hadn't checked in for one day. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Okay, that. thank you, Jason. Yeah, Bob didn't check in. And uh, Misty and him showed up to find, make sure he's on the right, the, the straight and narrow, which he was. But uh, the, they can't take a chance. He's that powerful of a hero. So, yeah, guys, check out number one. Podcasting Awards will come out. Check that. Check out the Patreon. Check out Meatheads. Uh, a lot of stuff coming up, guys. Guys, cheers. Happy fucking Friday. Happy 4th of July. I'm sure I'll see you again before then. But if not, I want you guys to be safe. Have a great weekend. Treat everyone like you would want to be treated. The world would be a much better place. And go visit your fucking local comic shop, man. Grab some of these number ones. Grab Gideon Falls. Um, Old Man Hawkeye was this week. I have it. Did not read it, but I will. Um, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm really digging it. So I will definitely check out, uh, get, get you Old Man Logan review. Thank you, Marcos. Congratulations on the on the uh, the physical property the physical store uh that's a great step up man check out collectorzone.com guys go to collectorzone cantina check out the zone check out old episodes of blazing defender if you know anybody that likes comic book shit please share the show to them that would mean a lot to me guys again thank you thank you thank you so much Uh, i couldn't do it without you guys i really appreciate it 
With that, guys, I'm out. You guys have a great, great fucking weekend and stay safe. Peace.